Welcome to episode 332 of Coffee Pods and Wads, or if you're in the UK, free free two, or if you're in America, three three two. As always, responsible by Fitter, and there's a lot of Black Friday stuff going on this week, but Fitter are dedicating time, they're giving away time to coaches, so if you're not with Fitter already, you can go to get.fitter.training, and if you are already with them, you can just avail of this, they're giving away time on how to best utilize your time and make the most from your time using the app. So you can follow Fitter on Instagram. It is fitter.app. You can follow them or you can go to get.fitter.training for more information on that. Built for Athletes have a sale on. Built for Athletes have a sale on until the end of the month. They have 20% off all accessories on Friday. And they've got money off basically the end of the month on all this stuff. You can go to builtforathletes.com. You can try and use CPW15 for a discount, but no promises. Um, they might discontinue discounts for the duration of the sale. LSKD.co. They have put a pause on their codes until the end of their Black Friday sale, which is huge. But when that code uh, codes come back in, you can use CPW LSKD for discounts on there. Self-made training program. They don't need discounts. You can go there for a free trial. And then inevitably stick around because it's so good. Selfmadetrainingprogram.com Also... Goad, they have a huge discount on at the minute. There's 35% off if you go to goad.app. You can download the app and get a membership for a lot less than you normally would. And speaking of memberships for a lot less than you normally would, you can go to Whoop and try it for less than ever before. €199 for the entire year. That's like, what, $225? If you go to join.whoop.com forward slash CPW, they'll know that I sent you and it'll make me look good. And you get your cheapest ever annual membership for Whoop. It's phenomenal. Like genuinely a phenomenal saving compared to what it usually is. So there has been people who have said to me, oh, I'd like to do it, but it's too much. Now's your chance. Join.whoop.com forward slash CPW. If you're in Dublin or Ireland, d8fitness.com. They deliver within like two days. They've got chalk, bands, Plates, bars, proteins, like drinks, basically anything you need for a gym, they have it. Uh, they also service your equipment as well. So if you're in the market to get your assault gear serviced or your concept gear service, contact the lads at d8fitness.com. Frog Grips are also sponsoring the show. You can search at frog underscore grips or you can go to froggrips.com and peruse their apparel and their grips, obviously, and their knee sleeves, and they've got a heap of other stuff as well. One of the reasons that I really like them is that they're so keen to support the up-and-coming athletes, as well as the big ones in Oceania. They've got Tia Toomey and a host of other athletes, sponsored by them. Taylor Howe, she's in Australia at the minute, Cam Porter, James Newbury, Bailey Martin, Jay Crouch, Jake Douglas. It's a long list of athletes, adaptive, open field, they've got it all covered, froggrips.com. Today's guest is Harry Lightfoot. We chat about his first appearance at semi-finals last year, his plans for this year, uh, having Svan talk about him and how he reacted to that, as well as a whole heap of other stuff. Give him a follow on Instagram, he needs a few extra followers. Okay, cool, live. How are you? I'm very good, how are you? I'm good. Um, Where are you? I am in a studio flat at my coach's parents' house. Right. Who's your coach? Uh, Mike Allen from uh, AOD Fitness. Um, 
so yeah, like I've, I've, I've like sort of just moved in with his uh, with his parents, and like luckily they had this, um, I don't know what you call it, annex or a studio. Um, they just sort of done up above the garage, so it's just like a one room, got it all. Um, hey, oh, didn't yeah. they have a team at the games? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, so Mike, Helen, Harry, um, and Georgia Radley went to the games a couple of years ago. So yeah, they've all got a uh, the coaching platform they work off as well. Okay, cool. And is one of those people you mentioned your coach? Yeah, so the one on the left there, Mike, uh, he's my coach. Uh, and then we've got Ads and Harry there as well. And Mike, so I suppose they're Mike, like the founders. Was Mike on the team that went to the games? Did you say? Yeah, Mike, Mike and ha- yeah, no, that's the same one. So Mike and Harry there were the two guys on the team. Okay, these two. Um, yeah, and they're they're also coached by Ads. Okay. Very good. Um, uh, and who else? Who else do they have then that I know? Oh, here we go. I suppose. Oh, so we got Owen Roberts, but I'm pretty. So he was on. Oh, I know Helen Nutter. Uh, yeah, Helen. She's on the team, so she's one of the coaches as well, and she's on the team uh, with the guys. Uh, a... Do you know Lois, Lois Smith? No. Don't no. mean to pretend uh, when I pretend I do. Oh, Lois. Yeah. Yeah, Lois. Yeah, I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> um, from so she's the new addition on the team. Um, okay. But. Um, Are they going again? Yeah. Then is that the plan? Yeah, that was the plan. So they. Um, they were go. They went to Lowlands two years ago, and Mike unfortunately tore his hamstring, and then they were back in Berlin this year. And unfortunately, Lois came down with a knee injury. Um, oh, yeah, I know. So they've been struck with a bit of bad luck. Um, Hang on, uh, I spoke to Helen Nutter. Where did I speak to Helen Nutter? Mallorca. Was she in the Mallorca? Uh, Marbella. Oh no, Madrid. Marbella. She would have been at, one of them. Yes. She's at one yeah, of them. she would have. Been, she would have been at both. She was at Madrid and at Marbella. Yeah, it was Marbella. I spoke to her at Marbella, and she was talking about how twice she got fucked over by teammates getting injured or sick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she didn't get fucked over by them. She didn't mean like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. She, she, agree did some, she did something shit when she was younger, and it's karma. She's been karmically fucked <laughs> over. <laughs> that is that's the that's the like trouble going team though, isn't it? It's just You're like reliant. you are you are literally hope you are hoping that everything goes well, um, but unfortunately, when something like that, there's nothing you can do when something right. like that happens. You're, yeah, you're kind of fucked, aren't you? Um, um, speaking of team, you used to play rugby. Is that right? Yes, that's my that's my sort of like sporting background. Um, man, we need to get you some more followers on Instagram. Yeah, is... I know. You're not doing a good job here, Harold. <laughs> no, I know that's um, yeah, that's uh, it, it, it's on the up. It's we're working on it. Yeah, it's a hard job to be fair. I think as well, uh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Dick Whittington. There's a lot of people who uh, <laughs> who who start who have started this before either coming in with a big following or started it early enough that they have that they garner a big following quickly and then mm. it's easy to look at those and be like how the fuck but it's like they've had an extra Mate, five honest, years honestly or... like if i i looked at all this so like in the grand schemes i was like right well you put on some good performances you can get yourself to semis and whatnot the followers and whatnot will come um but it's just literally a slow and painful game. And it's just like, uh, I almost think it's quite sad. Like the, um, 
you know the amount of times you need to be posting you need to yeah. you, it's a it's a different get it's a it's a i don't know it, say it loosely but it's a job in itself just trying to like post stay on top of things um it's it is the kind of thing though as well where i had this conversation with someone recently that like you actually you, you actually just do need to play the game like if you want the rewards if you want that side of things you actually you just have to accept all right like this is just part of the game i just have to play this bit of the game like it or not i need to mm. post shit online like it or not i need to you know be funny or i need to fucking be vulnerable or whatever like actually yeah, you have you have to do something you have to do something else right because why like you know like i've just got in my bio there just like the cornish dick Whittington because i've just sort of left cornwall moved up here to be with my yeah. coaches but at least it's funnier right than rather than having harry lightfoot 24 cornwall yeah. I really like CrossFit, you know, and it's just like you got to have like a you got to have your own niche and do something that's gonna that's gonna get get yeah. followers in. And unfortunately, I'm not pretty enough to get that uh, to get the followers that way. Who and, took that photo? Uh, is Was it Kieran? Kieran? Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a classic Kieran Watts that's in there. Mm. That's a classic uh, Kieran Watts photo. Yeah, he was pretty sweet. He just like messaged us and said he was over there and um and got some got some shots for us he got loads of followers because he did a slow motion video well for a lot of reasons but like i'm sure he'll agree himself one of the large reasons he got a sudden burst of followers was he did a slow i'll never find it now but he did a slow motion video of danny spiegel doing like double unders or something so if you just post <laughs> that on your page you'll get a what, boost. danny spiegel yeah just post a slow mo video of her doing that and then you'll get a boost in followers and then maybe only, maybe so only after, some people will realize maybe after, this, maybe after this podcast now i will just cut my face and put it on that video and just see what happens or yeah. do you think it still needs to be danny spiegel's face ah there's people that won't mind yeah just people just change mind. the face a little bit close your eyes and squint yeah um it is but it is hard though as well because like you can have i feel like you can have two different things like you can have the attitude of oh, i'm not playing that game that's not the type of person i am i i'm just going to be an athlete and i'm just going to train and i'm not playing i'm not doing that like i'm not selling my soul or i'm not selling out and blah blah, blah. but then it comes to the point where it's like <clears throat> okay well then if i want to be a full-time athlete i need to have income coming from somewhere or else i'm not a full-time yeah. athlete i'm going to have to coach or i'm going to have to work or whatever so like you're going to have to you're going to have to work in some capacity you're either going to have to work at this shit like cultivating an online following and having enough of a reputation or enough of a following that brands would say oh hey yeah let's go for harry and use mm -hmm. him instead of x y or z um or you just accept the fact that like, right, I'm not doing it and it's going to cost me and I'm going to have to either save a shit ton of money um, before going all in or I'm going to have to go not go all in as much as I want to because I have to pay rent and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of like where we've sort of come from. We've like, I, uh, I've literally just packed in, like <clears throat> got enough saved up, like, as life savings that I'm putting away and I'm telling myself I'm not going to touch. And then I've got like a separate pot to the side of that, that I have just put aside for stuff like this. Um, so I could just move up and go all in. And I've kind of had to, I've had to come to that, well, like comes that decision to do it now or never. Mm. Otherwise you're just going to sit on top of that thinking your whole life. Like, what if I did that? Um, 
But I've what? still got like a couple of hours and a couple of jobs, a couple of fingers and pies everywhere, just getting a bit, getting a bit of income in. Um, what, what was your? Did you have a? Did you have a career? Like, have you left a career? Uh, well, I just got, got into coaching, so I would have. Whilst I was playing rugby, I got into personal training, um, and and started coaching that way, um, and then I was almost started taking I stopped playing the rugby started taking CrossFit a little bit more seriously hmm. I don't know if I never I don't know if I ever thought uh this would be a career for me but it was definitely a hobby that um you know I was good at and I was really gonna make try and make the most of it and then um and then like we Mike and I just had like a hard look at it and we thought well you know when, when, like, if we don't do it now, and we don't try it, don't go put all our chips in. When, when do we? Um, mm. But, um, but yeah, no, like I was, uh, like I was playing. I started probably coaching in uh, 2019, so I just started doing a little bit of small group personal training um, back in Cornwall. Um, See, when I when with... I talk to someone like you, I just think like I must be so sh- like so shit with money. That you're like, yeah, I've got some life savings put aside that I'm not going to touch, and I've got the, I've got this savings put aside now. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I'm like, I was I'm like probably, my fucking bank probably, balance is empty. I only got paid three days ago. Yeah, mate, but I'm probably I'm quite a boring. Like, te- I was probably quite a bo- like my mates would absolutely rinse me for not going out all the time and stuff like that. Like, I'm yeah. maybe like a sensible and boring twenty four year old. Um, like I I w- I finished school and I held back on going to uni. Uh, because I like wasn't sure if it was if it was something I wanted to do. I think money's probably always been something on my mind, so I didn't want to be like, right, do I want to get into all that debt straight away? So mm. I just started working, and um, and then you know realized right, I want to go into like the health and fitness industry, but uh, I'm worried about the debt. So then we started looking into other things like level two and level three pt courses and do it that way and just sort of got into the industry that way and mm. um yeah i guess i've just always been quite sensible well, um, um what do your parents do uh my dad it well was a farmer um so like I come from like uh my family and stuff are like all agricultural backgrounds okay um what type what kind and, of farm was he sheep or cows or what Cows mainly, dairy, okay. uh, dairy. Sorry, cows, meat, and uh, charolais. Um, okay. But then um, I, I never, re- we never, we like, we did a bit of that because my dad, uh, got he did have sheep before that, and he got quite ill from like this. Uh, they used to like dip the sheep in these like oh, yeah. sort of baths, and, yeah, and there was like a toxic reaction that made him quite ill, so he had to give up the tenancy of the farm. Um, but then. When like my, my brother and I were growing up, um, he, we just had like a little small holding with like a couple of bullocks. So we didn't have, like we didn't do like, I'd never really sort of got into farming. And it was, I, when I was younger, it was sort of something that I thought, oh, maybe I'll have to go into, but I didn't really necessarily always want to. It's a Which lot of, I think, I think with the exception of Colton Mertens, 
everybody has <laughs> had that thought of like fuck i'm gonna have to do this for the rest of my life haven't i when they're like i remember i would just be there in like a so like it's soaking wet we're in the middle of a field we're chasing around these cows trying to get, get them probably get the probably getting shouted at getting called a prick oh yeah for, i'm yeah. there absolutely <laughs> crying my eyes out as like a nine-year-old there in the field and my dad's shouting at me I'm thinking, fuck, one day I'm going to have to be doing this. One one day I'm going to have to be out here shouting abuse of my son. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. the way of the world. And it's just like, because I'm not like, if like the cows have just got out, they're running down the road, like dad's got to jump in the tractor. He's shouting at us to run down and grab him. Like I said, I'm just bawling yeah. my eyes out, wishing I'm not here, wishing I Did wasn't you, doing this. Were you, were you out in the middle of nowhere as you grow up, like way out in the countryside? Uh, well, we're down in Cornwall, everything's quite spread out anyway. Okay. Um. So yeah, we are. We were in like the countryside. So, so it's all pretty spread out down there, anyway. Is uh, is Cornwall like, um, like rich? Is it like rich farmers? Um, comparatively no, speaking, I, I wouldn't say there's like like farmers. Land Rovers that kind of shit, like. Like nah, boo- there's probably... bougie farmers. Like, are they real farmers? Nah, or they like bougie? I'll tell you what. There's probably there's people buying up farms now that are, I don't know. They're like ex bankers and stuff like okay. that, and they're coming in buying out farms because uh, buying out farms because like I don't know, it's a bit of a hobby to them. <laughs> yeah, but like, cool. there's no money in farming. Like, yeah, no, agreed. There's absolutely no money in farming. Yeah, so, um... that's that's what I picture when I picture Cornwall. I picture tweed suits and pigeon shoot, like clay pigeon shooting, and like <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. one of those one yeah. of those like setter dogs. I have got a couple. I have got some tweed in my um wardrobe back at home, but there's no, I don't have a Range Rover. Like okay, that's your outfit uh, for water flu water sorted tweed suit. Workout number one. That's the after party ready to go. Even just I'm workout number one waistcoat. Don't you don't have to wear the you suit and come out like, like that. Wait, just hang it. Just and a flat take cat. it off put it on the j hook yeah 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 perfect right ready to go now that would make uh <laughs> willie george's berries from a few years ago look shit <laughs> a flat cap with a bit of like straw out of your mouth or something flat cap like, some welly boots. You, wouldn't get away, you wouldn't get away with a shotgun over your shoulder no nah, to be stuff. honest I, I yeah i don't know if it's the right area to bring a gun out like yeah you can see what the first like, you can see what the first workout is and potentially wear wellies as well like wellington boots that'd be you know that could work if it's um to do the water then yeah i probably will and then just kick him off at the side ready to just sink, just sink where the minute sink um that's interesting yeah so um so he doesn't farm now um and then yeah so i i do often this obviously skipped me because i'm shit with money but i do think that like farmers kids tend to be conscious of their financial situation a lot i think because like farming basically i just came to the realization the other week my dad was asking me about applying for some grant for him he's like 70 fucking eight or something and he was asking me about applying for some grant and it was so funny right so you get money this is going to be boring if you don't care about farming but you get money here so if you buy calves off a dairy farmer you get a grant for buying them because you're keeping the dairy industry going because that farmer would be yeah. struggling if they had to keep the calves basically so he buys calves off dairy farmers and then he realized that you get a second grant if you weigh the calves like six right. months in and if they're slightly lighter than they should be you get money to be like buying them more grain or more nuts or whatever to feed them to bulk them up right okay but they have to be like struggling for weight right <laughs> so um 
I assume nobody from the Department of Agriculture will watch this, but we guessed, <laughs> we guessed all the weights. Like we were just like, you can, you're supposed to use an official scale that has a registered number and like weigh them all, but like, fuck that. So uh, <laughs> we, we were just like, I don't know, like 110 kilos. I don't know, like 80 kilos. Yeah, yeah. And we just guessed them all, but then made sure not to put them on zeros, you know, not to have like 180. It had to be like 178.5 or whatever. Um, right. And then my friend is a farmer and he's like, no, they won't go near you. Like, sure, you just, they, they give you like 40 euro for every four calves or something. It's not like big money, so they won't care. No, no, no. So my dad rings me yesterday and he's like, uh, can you get me the number for that weighing skills that you said? And I was like, why? And he's like, the department are coming out tomorrow. Check all the cows. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. Get that story. So like, right, but like, I came to realization with that, that like, if, if he didn't have those grants, like we would have been fucked financially, like 30 yeah. years ago we would have been under and it's only because of those grants that like farming has survived and i think that yeah. makes myself excluded that makes most farmers kids really like oh where's my next bit of money coming from oh i need to keep yeah, this money yeah. i need to like make sure yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it skipped me though I'm probably just like a little bit too tight with it though i don't so know you... if, you're 20, if you're 24 and you've got life savings i think you're kind of doing okay yeah yeah, doing all right. Oh, yeah, I didn't say how much is there. It could be a little <laughs> 10 bit. Ten pounds. <laughs> Have you come from a farming background then? Yeah, uh, farmer. I'm just telling you now. Your next, your next sponsor below is just going to be Farmers Weekly. Yeah, or like what's um. Yeah, actually, Mole Valley Farmers. Land Rover would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, some kind of cheese or something. Um, cheese. My best mate sells cheese. If you're interested, we could put that down. Did you know that the bassist of Blur, when he left Blur, left to make cheese? And he's won, like, awards making cheese. I didn't. That's I know. What's fact. the song? Um, what's the song? Why Does It Always Rain On Me? Who's that Travis. by? So that's filmed in Cornwall. I know that. But that's filmed near where I live. And wow. I think it's called Cheese Ring up there. Right. At Minions. Right, God, we actually came full circle. I was like, "What has this got to do with cheese?" But you brought it. Yeah, back. I know. I yeah, like... I, I I panicked slightly then. I was like, "Where am I going with this?" <laughs> um, okay, yeah, right. So I know I have a picture now for it. So it's proper like fucking vast rolling hills then that I'm picturing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, like moors and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like okay, where, yeah. where, well, where I live, like I used to live, or where my home is, is like not like the picturesque beaches everywhere like i'm a little bit higher up mm. um like i think where i live is like the furthest town or furthest village away from um a beach um so yeah it's just like moors and like 10 minutes away i've got dartmoor as well because i'm literally right on the border um of devon oh, okay devon is a uh, custard isn't it <laughs> uh, yeah devon is custard ambrosia custard um okay i just i'm trying to picture if i'm trying to think if i if i'm thinking of the right is it near wales like no uh i mean if you uh if you uh if you were looking up yeah i guess all right okay oh yeah it's it's across the peninsula you mean you wouldn't you wouldn't swim i mean you wouldn't swim that unless you're ross edgley but and where are you now i am at worcester so just below birmingham birmingham Oh, there it is. Is that the sauce? Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Easy for you to say. So you're there. Okay, wow. All right. Um, is that where the sauce is from? Yeah. 
Oh, dude, I have no idea. Go back to cheese. Like, I don't know about Worcestershire sauce. Um, and okay, so you moved up there to to be with your coach. Um, you mentioned rugby there. You started playing rugby when you were like in primary school, like when you were a kid. Yeah, so I start like everyone down in Cornwall. It's like rugby or cricket, and like the two main sports. Like, I don't know if you've been. I suppose it's like in Ireland, right? Rugby is just such a big thing. Yeah, not so much um, cricket, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, but like, rug, yeah, because I remember like when I was, I don't know, 15 or 16, we came on a rugby tour to Cork. Okay. And it was just like, like Ireland and Wales just seemed ridiculous. I love rugby, but down in Cornwall, it's pretty similar. So I, um, I started playing rugby when I was about uh, 10 or 11, uh, 9, 10. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Um, and was this with a um, local club or with school or where? Yeah, I started at school. And then okay. um, when I was at school, we just literally had like one of the lads' dads um, approach us and said, like, look, come on down to like your local rugby club. Get, um, get in my van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come see this. Check this out. Here's a lollipop. Um, and was that like, do you, do you think... Were you good, or do you think they were just like, "Oh, here, go nah, down and pick up anything I, I think it was all right. Like it was more like it's like grassroots level, so they were just okay. like trying to pick up kids that loved it, get involved. Uh, I don't necessarily think I was very good back then at the start. Um, mm-hmm. Like to start with, I was really unfit, a uh, little bit chubby, not very tall, still not very tall, but. Um, yeah, just sort of loved it. Got to see all my, like I said, all my mates did it and stuff. And and I always really wanted to play rugby as well. Um, and then when I was about like twelve or thirteen, um, we started like looking into ways of training outside of rugby. So we we start we like went to a thing called like a junior strength academy. So who's who's we? Who's we? You and your mates? Uh, me and my t- me and my teammates, me and my friends. Um, okay. We uh, there was a guy so. Um, guy, one of close friends of mine had uh, like this small group PT business and he started up this little junior strength academy so we're all like 12 13 years old all keen and going into the gym and we'd start training and like it was very it was nothing like we weren't doing five rep max bench presses at 12 years old we were doing more like plyometrics and body weight training and stuff like that but it was really really cool and it was sort of my like in like step inside the health and fitness world mm-hmm. um and then we used to do that like once a week and we thought we were like bodybuilders going onto the rugby pitch um <laughs> yeah literally and like i would i would be playing and then my dad like i would i'd come off and my dad would just be like brutally honest with me and he'd just be like have you been doing your exercises outside of rugby and i'd be like no He's like, right, that's why you looked unfit on that pitch. It's, and stuff it's like fucking that. obvious, son. Yeah, Get I know. Yeah, literally, literally, <laughs> again, I'm back to those fields crying, shifting in cows. Um, had he, had and, he played rugby when he was young? Yeah, he played rugby when, not like, not like as an adult. He played rugby up until he was like 16, I think. And then his oh, parents was... told him he had to come home and work. Yeah, so, so he's, he was living vicariously through you a little bit, maybe being like, "Yeah, you well, can do what I he, never did, son." No, yeah, no, he he's always said to my brother and I, like, he he'll always give us um an opportunity 
to try anything and do anything within reason because yeah. like he never got to um okay so yeah definitely like if he's paying like if, if he's like paying for us to play rugby and stuff like that and we're serious about it like we'll go and put some effort into it um which probably like sparked why like i'm like a bit of a people pleaser and don't like letting people down and stuff like that so yeah. um so yeah that's probably like where i like got into fitness training um and then yeah carried on playing rugby uh up until when was covid 20 20 2020 so that's when i i that's when i stopped playing uh it was because, just because of, COVID. of covid yeah i i had like i had like no intentions to stop i just it just like covid hit and i was just like well i can train a lot now i can get out on my bike um and and then that's sort of just why like so i had like no intentions to stop like or i didn't have any like bad injuries that meant i had to come to a stop uh, what um, what like level were you at? Like where where what who were you playing for or what were you? So I played for Launceston or like Lan- a lot of the Cornish call it Lanson. Okay. Um, still so haven't I... heard of it, have you? No. No. Um. Um. But we were like <laughs> anything to do with Lois? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But we play. I played um national. So they like they were once a championship side. So like. Okay. One below so the, where yeah, this would be like the the step you were like the step below, say. I was national three, two, one championship premiership. I was like five leagues below premiership okay. rugby. And what is that like semi pro or amateur? No, it's still amateur. Still amateur. Okay. So you weren't earning from playing rugby. Uh, we got fifty pound a game if we won. Right. Here we Very go. It's, so it's sounding did good, ever, right? Did you ever win a match? <laughs> uh no uh no we got we got uh, i just imagine the, i imagine the chairman like just gesturing down to the manager being like no no, no throw it throw yeah, it i don't have stop the 50 that, stop like that. yeah <laughs> we really need to get rid of that yeah. that um no we did we did all right like we did uh i remember i played in a season where we got promoted so that was pretty cool so mm. a lot of 50 quids came in that year but uh yeah. A bit of a but bit no, of a bar, like, bit of a barren spell the year after, I imagine. If you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Save, lads lads save had, that money save had, that money that yeah, we earned no, last then year. Then it actually turned around. We had to start paying the club back <laughs> for every loss. Yeah, um, that's, the, that's the fine print. Um, is yeah. it is it like um so like say GA here like football and hurling and stuff is an amateur sport, and there is that aspect of you do get you know sometimes you, depending on what level you're at if you're like playing for your county or whatever you might get expenses you might you know like that kind of stuff um but there is a thing even down to the most grassroots level i'm sure it's the same with american football in america as well there is this thing of like it's really hard to get out like it's really hard it's really hard um it can be easier to have never played it than it is to have done something and then stop doing it and then they like that there's this like kind of guilt attached to like turning your back on a team or like not turning up anymore yeah. not going to training and that you can't go to the local pub or you can't go to the you know that people are like oh like yeah, either, dude, com- either coming like, up to you arguing with you to like oh you have to yeah, come yeah, back yeah. you have to do whatever or else like shunning you because you're no longer so like, i was quite lucky like when i was playing like we never really had it i mean i had like a captain who who would be pretty bad but like years before that there'd be like fights at training and stuff that's how passionate these guys are about it again they're like farmers sons that 
you know, like Colton Mertens, they've been shoveling shit all day and they're just here to play rugby now. And yeah, but um, yeah, like you'd, like I said, back in like a couple of years before I started playing, they'd be like bust ups and stuff at training and stuff because boys are just so passionate. And I remember, uh, like, I remember guys telling me, like, some of my teammates, they like knew I was into CrossFit knew I like to do a little bit of competing every now and then. And they'd be like, mate, you can go to the fucking games anytime like you want. You don't have to, you can go when you're 35. And like to start with, I was like, yeah, fair enough. Like I wait, I'll concentrate on rugby. And then like, it's to the extreme where like, lads are like trying to plan their like weddings and stuff. And they yeah. have to have it in the summer because they can't have it during the rugby season. Um, so like, yeah like i love i love that attitude of like you can go to the games anytime you want it's like oh yeah i'll just decide to go in three years yeah, time yeah. and then I'll Honestly, just go I'm, i strictly remember him saying you can go anytime you want you can do it in your 30s once rugby's all done and i was and i remember going home that night and i was like, so stupid that is so stupid um yeah, little from a man know. who has no concept of like crossfit you know, me, me and harry me and harry was saying this the other day like the amount of training and the amount of effort that goes into like our training now compared to like what I used to do when I was playing rugby versus like I've got friends of friends that are playing championship premiership rugby that don't train anywhere near as much as what we do now. Yeah. And they're like at the pinnacle of their like career, right? They're at the playing at the top right now. Um, but yeah, no, like it was a little bit like that. Like, yeah did you get did you yeah. get much shit like so at say 2020 you stop you're it's obviously season's finished and it's all everything's paused for three weeks and then that turned into like 18 months or whatever um well when it started when it was ramping back up i'm assuming that like a coach or someone would have a selector or whatever would have called and be like hey we're gonna start back up and you're like uh actually i'm not going i, I remember my before before even covid hit i remember i had a what did i have i had like uh, anyway, it was some sort of injury and I'd been ruled out by the physio to play for like four weeks or something. And in that four weeks, there was like a local competition going on. And I thought, screw it. You know what? Like if I can't, if I've been ruled out, I can't, I'm not, I'm going to go do that. And, but I still kept it really, really quiet because I just knew that what would happen if any of the boys found out, yeah. did it, went with one of my friends and we did it and we actually ended up winning it. I really buzzed, went back to my mates played rugby and then the coach is just te like texted me with a screenshot and it was just on this I and mean, it was one and all games and it was on their story of just me skipping and I think I must have had a calf injury at the time <laughs> and he was just like I think if I went back and looked at it now he just goes I think you know how this looks and I was just like giving him chat back like yeah you know it can't have been that bad and he's just he is so pissed off with me and um yeah like yeah you get to training and training's not fun then um yeah but when we were coming back when uh i'm trying to think because like the first quarterfinals they did mm -hmm. um I, I, again like i had no expectations i i, I like really enjoyed my trait like crossfit now um, and I was like, yeah, let's give this a go. Quarterfinals, like, oh, this is exciting, brilliant. I've qualified for that. And I think, like, again, I had no expectations to try and qualify for semis, but there was like a workout, uh, like a rope climb pistol and GHD workout that didn't really go very well for me. And I think if that had gone a bit, little bit better, like I would have 
I wouldn't have been far off, I don't think, mm. saying that. 251st, so... Um, but I remember it was like then they were like asking, right, you know, are you coming back to rugby? And that's when uh, the boys from AD were sort of turned around and said, like, I think you need to like have a have a good think about this and and uh, because like I think you could you could give this a really good crack and um, yeah I don't I don't know if they said to start with, like we can try and make a career out of this because even you know it's all a bit unknown at the minute but it's like I think you know let's you 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 could be putting a pretty good try and make it to the games one day and then how, then how that, did you get how did you get linked up with AOD and because if they, like they're not local to you so how did you end up no. getting involved with them. I, what did I, I was just on Instagram one day and I found, I found Mike who I'm being coached by now. I found his Instagram and I really, really liked like his method behind the training and the boys are quite, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty clued up and they, they've all got like sort of sciencey backgrounds and they're they're pretty clued up on the science um, of it all. And I really liked that rather than it, rather than you know, a lot of training. Pro- no, I'm not saying a lot of training programs, but it just feels like stuff just thrown together. Um, when, like I said, these guys will really think behind, um, you know, the science behind it, the energy systems that are being used in certain, you know, workouts, what's the stimulus, what we're trying to improve on here. Um, so like for me originally, like gymnastics was uh, like, the weightlifting I felt came natu- came naturally to me when uh, gymnastics didn't match. And again, it was Mike's Instagram page, and um, he's just sort of doing some sort of gymnastics high skill piece. Mm. And I was like, "That looks pretty cool." And I think the boys, I think they started AOD during the lockdown or started AOD athlete. So there was just this like generic program that they brought back out again. Um, and I joined on that first and I was doing that until um, just before the 20, just, I think I started bespoke Mike the summer 20. Um, You're, it's bizarre, but I think whenever you put your hands down on the desk, it messes with the sound. Oh, it I think I don't know because it doesn't happen when your hands are up. Nothing happens, but as soon as you put your hands out, it starts going crackly. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. Right, and we'll then I'll just, I'll just go down like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that is it yeah, or not. Like, or if it's just a different, thought you were in different rooms. Little did yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah. So um, I take my hands down again. So you, uh, you, I think you can rest them like on your knees or whatever. I just think it's, it, 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 I don't know if you put your hands on the laptop or on the desk or what, but it just goes cracking and cuts in and out. And I don't know if that's it or not. And it also okay. could be just my headphones, but I don't know. Um, okay. So then you see so you, the re, so, you know, it's funny as well, the two different sides of it, like maybe you'll correct me now and say that the rugby guys weren't like this at all, but the two different sides of it, it, it sounds, and this sounds familiar to me from talking to other people that the CrossFit side tends to be someone saying, hey, you could be really good at this. Um, you need to decide, like, do you want to do this or do you want to keep it as a hobby? Like, do you want to train and have a bit of fun with it and maybe do some, like, weekend warrior type competitions or whatever? Or do you want to mm-hmm. go further than that and, you know, like, have a shot at, you know, who knows, semifinals, water blues or whatever? Um, 
and it's just like you need to go away and have a think about it and if you want to talk mm. like through whatever no problem whereas i feel like the other side of that conversation tends to be you're doing what like the the ga side the football side the soccer side the rugby side the fucking horse riding whatever the other side is always tends to be fuck that mate get like yeah, you know, it always yeah, tends yeah, to be the more that. aggressive side yeah 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 no like i don't know like i suppose it's such a bold statement i think to say like uh, like imagine just a kid coming out of the blue and just being like he's walked in well and i'm sure there are walked into a crossfit gym he's not done any sort of any sport in the back like in his past and he's just gone right i'm going to the games uh or want to try and go to the games and his coach uh, asked his coach asked him this do you want to do crossfit or do you want to make money Incredibly <laughs> <laughs> <Grand laughs> accurate. yeah do i have to answer that no that's that's what no. the coach would ask that kid when he says yeah. I'm going to go to the games. Like, hang on, are you sure? I think as well, though, part of it is, like you're saying, someone coming into a CrossFit gym and saying that, people would be like, yeah, fucking right, good luck or whatever, best of luck. But because they're in the know, whereas I think if you go to a coach of a different sport and say, I'm going to stop doing this sport because I think I can do this other sport that you've probably never heard of and probably have yeah. no idea what I'm talking about. And you've all you've heard about is that it's shit or a cult or you get injured or etc. And I'm going to make a go at a career in this. And they're like, they just can't comprehend the No, link. but because like for them, like it's just rugby has been yeah all they've done. So, and for me, like, I've done from school. I listened to one of Dallin Pell about um, like softball, baseball. Yeah. Hang on. Your sound has gone fucked altogether now. And I don't know why. Okay. Is is that so? Someone just say in the comments, is that me? Um, is it my problem, or is it the same for everyone else watching as well? I don't know. It's just kind of crackly or something. You're cutting in and out, and I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it is my end. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um. So you so you're watching Dallin? Okay, go on. Yeah, Savan saying it's, it's a, fucked. He was, I don't know. It's weird. He was saying. Um, all was it he was saying all of his friends in the softball league and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, again, for them, you know, they've done that, you know, young, growing up, and that's all they've done. Um, yeah, like CrossFit is new, it's it's probably still, still early stages. Um, do you know, do you know what I get you to do? So, this could fuck up things now for a little while. Uh, just go with your laptop. Forget the headphones. Just go with the output of the laptop. So turn off your headphones and go with the laptop, uh, you know, input and output and see if that makes it any better. Because I think it might be something to do with the Bluetooth connecting to your laptop rather than... You'll, you'll probably have to go into settings and put change your input. I can hear you now, I think. Can I? Am you all right? Yeah, I can hear you now. That's better. Cool. Okay, it's going to sound a bit tinny, but it's better than the crackly. Sorry, so you were talking, go back there, you were saying that you heard Dallin um, talking about softball. Yeah, so I was just saying that, um, you know, like, I wasn't he was saying, like, he sort of struggled as a kid growing up, because he's done CrossFit since the sort of start, hasn't he? Mm, yeah. Um, and all his friends outside that have, have been doing their softball and whatnot. And, like, again, like, for me, like, 
I, I, I luckily, well, not luckily, but like I grew up just playing rugby all the time. And yeah, like for my coaches, when I say explain to them, like, I want to pursue a career in, in CrossFit. Yes, it's this new sport you haven't really heard as much. It's and but it's you know, it's getting there, it's still growing, it's still in its early stages. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I think the the pitfall of it explaining to someone else is when you have to start explaining what it is first, they're never going to, you know, like even, even doing this, like if I talk to my dad, I have to explain to him, like I remember for like, oh, like fucking three or four weeks in a row, he comes over for dinner like once a week and I'd say to him like, hey, um, I'm, I have to go at seven or whatever. I have an interview. And I remember the first day he was like, oh, what job are you going for? And I was like, no, it's like I'm interviewing someone. And then I was like, fuck, how do I explain to him what a podcast is? And I was like, it's basically like the radio, but it's on the internet. And then that was fine. And the next week he'd come in again and I'd say like, oh, I've gone out at seven. I've an interview at half seven or whatever. So, you know, I'd be putting the kids to bed. Oh, what's the job for? It's like, no, it's not a job. It's a, it's the internet radio thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my brother rang me one day and he was like, what job are you going for? And I was like, I'm not going for any job. <laughs> Why? Yeah, he was yeah. like, Dad says you're having interviews for jobs like every week when he goes in. I'm like, no, it's for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, if it's I had to, expi- like, I have to explain to him what a podcast is, what CrossFit is, what the CrossFit Games is, what, like, there's so much shit that I'd have to explain to him for ev- him yeah. to even have a vague understanding of what I'm talking about. That it's yeah. just like, it's the internet on the radio. Fuck it. If he thinks I'm yeah. going for a job, who cares? Yeah, even, that's like when someone asks, like, uh, you're explaining CrossFit and you're like, okay, what's CrossFit? And you could be like, Right, it's this niche of things. You turn, you turn into a living meme. <laughs> oh, dude, you're like, oh, it starts off, you've got rowing, bike, you might have swimming, running, and like, okay. And then you've also got, like, gymnastics, and they're like, oh, like, floor routines. They're like, no, 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 it's just, like, simple things, press-ups, pull-ups, squats. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and now then you've got barbells. And <laughs> floor routines, like a ribbon. And then they just turn around and go, is that anything like an Iron Man? I'm like, no, you're not getting the point of this. But it is funny. Um, I see uh, some fans in the comments there. I just wanted to show this. I saw this the other day. I thought this was actually very good. Um, I might have to restart now. What What was the meaning behind posting Harry, this? how the hell do you have Let's the name go. Lightfoot? He looks fun. He looks playful. Yeah. For sure, Native American, isn't it? For sure. I fucking love that. For sure, Native American. And he says here, <laughs> does he wish his name was Running Cheetah or Eagle Claw? Harry Eagle Claw. It kind of sounds a bit better, actually. Harry Eagle Claw, to be fair. Um, so you uh what like where the where did the life will come from? What because I've there, sorry, actually, I'll correct myself. I was about to say you're the only Harry, you're the only life I've ever heard of. There's fucking two Harry Lightfoots, so there's you. There? Did you do you not you're know not about, about the other one? You're not about the singer Gordon Lightfoot, are you? No, Harry Lightfoot is a fucking award winning, uh, <laughs> this is so bizarre. He's an award winning, uh, composer for. Uh, fucking trailers and shit. Like for yeah, he's he's done like Marvel. You never asked me about what I used to do before rugby. Oh, you used to be like scrawny and blonde haired and I'm blonde. Yeah, not proud of it, but but he he's done um 
fuck this looks different than it did on my phone he's done uh here he he's all right they're not the ones i saw earlier on like fucking marvel toy story what the fuck is that shit he's uh trailer and production movie oh fuck it i'm not gonna find it but he's done he did the music for um toy story trailer he did the movie music for all of these movies that nobody has ever fucking heard of like ever <laughs> even the people that were in them never heard of them he's done uh the marvel endgame music like for the trailer the toy story music for the trailer there's another one i saw in there as well that i was like jesus guy like just googled harry lightfoot and that came up expecting i googled your, usually i google the person's name and then crossfit but i was like well there's no need to do that because there's surely yeah, only one yeah. harry lightfoot yeah there is only one and then yeah and him and the sort of two um has he got more followers than me as well oh i'm not gonna check that'd be that hurt your feelings way too much like you can look just don't bring it up on here yeah yeah. i'll only bring it up if it's less (laughs) yeah um you're looking now aren't you i am yeah the uh the name like for that is that like um i was gonna say has that been in your family long but that's maybe the stupidest thing i could ever ask Mate, as far as i remember i think uh yeah it's been a, it's been definitely been in my you know name for a while but um yeah if, uh, there's certain you can do searches online can't you i, I or like of your uh lineage or whatever yeah like in your family tree but i feel like it goes back to like anglo-saxon time and it's a name for a messenger. Okay. I think. Oh, because they were light on their feet. Probably. Or a dancer, maybe. Maybe. First series of like Dancing with the Stars or Strictly Come Dancing was, yeah, the winner was Lightfoot. Um, Imagine if that's what I get from this is BBC getting contact and want me on Strictly Come Dancing. I mean, man, there's worse gigs out there. I'd say they pay yeah. pretty handsomely. Um, you probably need more than 3,000 followers, though. I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, <laughs> Keep that up. <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying to guilt the chat. That's potential. That's 28 potential extra followers there. Yeah. Um, the um, how many? Can you see how many people are viewing now? Yeah, I can see there's 26 now. Fuck, two people left. I should have said it earlier. Okay. Yeah, we could have done two. We could have had two more followers then, but never mind. Um, you uh, you qualified for semi-finals this year gone by. Yeah. And you were in Berlin. Um, and you qualified handsomely, like you're well inside the, you were like top six or something right, in Europe. We were, I think we were fifth. fifth okay. Fifth. So were you going, like you hadn't been to that stage before, like you'd been to quarterfinals, obviously, but you hadn't been to semifinals. So when you qualify in fifth, are you like, oh, fuck, here we go? Or are you like, all right, there's probably a hiccup coming. This is, you know, like it's going to be a lot right. harder than quarterfinals Mate, was. I'll tell you what, we were, it was the Saturday and I oh, so the first day we were like sitting in 18th on the Friday yeah. and Mike and his girlfriend um, had come down. We did the quarterfinals down in Cornwall and we were like just there and Gina just goes, leaderboards up and she like, she's there looking straight away and she's just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I'm like in my head, I'm thinking, fuck, this is like last year again. I've had a workout and I've messed this up. And she's like, I I can't find you. And I was like, fuck. And then like, she just refreshed her page and what she'd done is she'd gone from 18th and just started scrolling down. Oh, okay. And I think like she refreshed it and I was like sitting at six. She had no faith. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 
Um, I've got to start at the bottom and work my way down. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I've never forgiven her. But um, she, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, like, after that, I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, we wanted to get into that top 60. Um, and then, yeah, why not? And then, like, the last workout of the quarterfinals, I thought that was going to be, like, my worst finish. And I think I, like, bumped up another place. I think I finished in fifth. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, the 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 general goal is to qualify for the games. So when we saw where we did you did we... you think so that's a goal, right? But did you think that was within reach that year? So if you if you had the previous year, you kind of fucked up quarterfinals and you fell short. So yeah. what like the goal? It's uh, you know a, yeah, a lot goal, of people say the goal that. That the goal, the goal is to win the CrossFit game. Games. What I mean, like you know, let's be realistic. The only one person can do that yeah. every year. No, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. was was it a realistic goal? Do you think it was a tangible one that you could it was actually within reach, or do you think it was just that was your like chuck it and see kind of goal? That's like the overall goal, and then the goal last year, like the the smaller ones that we're working towards, was get to semi-finals, get in okay. that top sixty. Then we qualified as high as we did and we obviously had this short window to now change the mindset of okay well we've completed that goal why can't we why can't we reach for the next one straight away so like went into it and I was sort of thinking yeah like I've done Miami now I've done French throwdown I've done a couple of comps now like I kind of know what to expect when I think like realistically it is overwhelming because you're going, I've had to quickly shift my mindset from, right, we just want to qualify for semis this year to I want to now qualify for the games if I can because I'm in reach. Well, mm-hmm. um, so, and yeah, and I think like potentially it was overwhelming um, and, you know, like the second event, again, yeah. like, First one was the Not sled great. pull, wasn't it? The running. First one was and... sled pull. First one was sled pull. Second one was the muscle up one. The um, the yeah, the ruck. I yeah. just couldn't, could not get my head around it. Um, but if you were saying that then, when you start when you joined AOD originally, the reason was because you thought you were shit at gymnastics, then that's probably going to be a troublesome workout. Yeah, and then I felt great, and then they checked the bag on me. I was like, right, yeah, yeah. way to bring me back down again. Um, and then the. 46th place would have been for the snatch event so that was a cock up of mine as well so like again on paper for anyone that knows me like they'd be excited and I was pretty excited for that event like it's a good event for me um and then in the briefing I think it was in the morning they uh had said like right we're changing um it's in pa- like everything you're going to be doing is in pounds not in kilograms so I was okay, and we we wrote down this list of like everything in kilos converted into pounds, and then because I'm not the brightest, had like a color coded scheme as well. And what was in like one blue, one green, like that kind of way? Like blue, blue, white, blue, blue, white, <laughs> little green, little blue, like that. Okay, and like that, my like Mike and Adsy have really dumbed it down for me, and I'm like, thanks, lads, I won't let you down gone on and i've set my first bar i think it was like well 245 so you know mike's probably watching this and he's gonna hammer me for not remembering but i think that's like 111 kilos like hit my opener fine happy next weight i was gonna go up to was 118 
So I've looked at my like little piece of paper that I've brought on to the floor and it's like this A4 bit of paper next to the judge. Looked at it, right, started putting the plates on and I've looked back and I've put like two whites on, which are like five kilos each. Mm. And I just haven't thought and I've like, okay, like I must, that must be right because on my you know other side I've put it on. So I've put it on, I've gone to hit it, caught it above me and it's gone behind me. And I was like, right, that's fine. Because in our little game plan, we were like, if it goes behind me, I'm a bit excited, a bit aroused. I've overshot it. I'm just going to move up to the next weight. All right. I was, I was erect. Uh, it hit me on the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it didn't get past. The, it didn't get into the third I had to go. I had to go around. To... Yeah, I had to go really far around. Uh, no, that's really exaggerating, that is. Um, so... Yeah, like I went back to my piece of paper, like 118, it's gone behind me, that's fine. I'll get, move up to 120, I think I was going to hit 122, 124. Okay. Look back at my piece of paper and there's no blue, blue, white, white, little green, little blue. Don't think there was a little white on. And I look in at my bar and I'm like, shit, like what's on there? And I think they called 30 seconds. So like I was panicking, so I was like, right, sod it, I'll go again missed it again and then it was times so i like i was like gutted but like i had like one minute to go into another event so i just had to literally yeah, turn it around go into that um, is that it that's but that's the kind of thing so if you've done like there's very little comparable to that kind of scenario because there's so much on the line and stuff and especially if something's thrown at you like that about changing the the what do you call it the units or the scale that you're using for the plates or whatever but like waterpalooza um is a big competition but it tends to be kind of like fun like relaxed at least from the outside looking in um french throwdown is like it's a legitimate competition it's really good it's it's a serious big hitter on the european scene especially and it's turning into one of the global scene like daniel's doing an unbelievable job with it um but there's still not as much on the line as there is at semi-finals so if you get frazzled like that like is that yeah is that the only kind of opportunity you can really have to gain that type like say i'm thinking of you now in 2024 if you get to semi-finals or when you get to semi-finals that you now have that experience of well last year i got frazzled and that's not fucking happening again or like yeah, i got caught out there's by so many, there's so many like factors and variables right that like in your control so like if i can if i can now not go there and be like like you said frazzled and dazzled by like the lights and everything that's going on and the warm-up area, there's all these people walking past. I'm not really worried about that usually, but it is, like I said, it's slightly overwhelming. Um, now going back, I can control, right, I know where, because I think it's in Berlin again, so we'll probably get the same or close to the venue again. Uh, we can, And there's just loads of little different things we can control. Like I know what it's going to feel like going into the warm-up area. Yeah, I know what happened to me last year is going to hopefully, hopefully shape me for this next season. And I mm. won't come back. Uh, well, I'll come back with a different mindset and, and, and yeah, like not that I wasn't focused before, but I will be even more focused and dialed in now. Um, does it, frustrate, does, it frustrate, does it frustrate you that there's changes and stuff? Like, does it frustrate you that the numbers have changed that now, now top 60 is in the age? And... Mm. No, not really like you know let's just get training and, and get going to it like yeah i like that 
yeah, like it doesn't really bother me. It's you know, obviously, like well, you're not going to gain. You're going to gain fuck all by complaining about it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Going to be like, like, yeah, what's that? Uh, to... Sorry, Harry. Harry Bearclaw said that he wants to change. <laughs> change <laughs> yeah, it back it. to sixty. Like, where, where's it going to get you? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me much. But the going back to the snatch bar event, like I'd come off, and Mike was just like the fuck did you load that bar up to that weight for? And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, and he was like, that was 129 kilos <laughs> on your bar. And I jumped from like 111 to 129. So he was probably at the side when he watched me loading it being like, geez, Harry's feeling pretty, he's pretty like, confident. He's like, okay, <laughs> he's feeling good. Because I think we'd said like, if you're feeling good, just go, just go for yeah. it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I learned from that. Like I've got like a tab in my phone of... <laughs> Um, you or like um, not relevant, but like um, yeah, no, I know the ones you mean, like the the RX yeah. weight, the yeah, 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 exactly. That, that like pop up a lot, and then yeah. like conversions, and like sometimes in my in my like true coach, it'll say, right, your workout today is 135 pounds. I'm like, okay, cool. That's cool because I know um, it's funny. I do uh, self-made. And Taylor messaged me the other day and was like, can you send me relevant weights and kilos, please? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, where do yeah. I draw the line there? So I started typing out like, all right, usually the open weight is this, you know, like, and I was trying to think of like different, like if you're doing Fran, you do it at this. If you're doing like heavy yeah. Fran, you do it at Grace is this. I was trying to think of weights like that. So it's funny that like trying to integrate the flip side of that, I think, you know, Americans get a sense of like, fuck, it actually is really confusing when you start trying to figure out yeah. what it is or like what weights are. But I like, I, I'm a, like, I speak to Americans frequently or people who use pounds and stuff frequently. And I still get like, someone will say, oh, it's 250 pounds. And I'd be like, what's that? Like a hundred and something. And I just lose all yeah. confidence immediately when I start trying to divide. Like, I like, int- I'll be like looking at the colors and I'll be like, okay. Blue, blue, right. That's what if you kilos. go? What if you go somewhere and it's just black plates? You're fucked. Well, by then I hopefully will know my pounds <laughs> conversion, so it'll be yeah, fine. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so you you did uh semi-finals. Were you like, what was your prevailing emotion afterwards? Were you like, oh, 28? That's like I finished inside the top half of the best athletes in Europe, or were you like, fuck, fifth down to 28? Like, how do you? How do? What's... I was so upset, dude. I was okay. like, yeah, I was really like, like everyone had come, like, I've got such a good support. Like everyone's great and everyone supports me so much. And like a lot of them would all sort of be go, you know, like whatever the result, we're proud of you or like you've done so well. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of like something that I hurt. There was something that stuck with me quite a lot. Um, and it was just like, I just came away feeling like, yeah, I know. But that's not where I wanted to finish. That's not, but that's, you know, like I said to you earlier, like we had to change, we had to shift the goal from making it to semis to, mm. okay, oh, wow. Okay. Why can't this year be the year? Um, um, experience. That's what a lot of people said. They were sort of saying like, what a great experience. And I think I took that as uh an experience, you know, if you go to do something for an experience, you might only do it once or twice in your lifetime. You, you mm. know, like you're savoring these moments when, and and like obviously I am, but my 
I didn't go for the experience. I went to compete and I went to come away with a games ticket. But yeah. but then you know, like I think I came back... consolation like that is is time dependent. Like it's yeah. like when someone dies, you wait. <laughs> like you don't say straight away. Well, at least you'll have the memories. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's a there's a time and a place to say that. Same I know, as yeah. I'm, you're I'm sure off the lot... competition floor crying and someone's like, "Hey, man, yeah. it was a great experience." Though, I mean, what a weekend! I do. I, I'm sure. Thing is, right? People just don't know what to say, do they? They just like, well, they'll probably. That's the first. That's the first thing they've wanted to say to me, mm. and then they want to hear from me about how I found it. And I and I do. But then I sort of went away and I had a couple of weeks to think about it and I was like, yeah, do you know what? People are right. Like it was a good experience. And just like we spoke about um, a couple of minutes ago, like there's a lot of things I learned. So I'll go into it next year, not as overwhelmed. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and so I came back. I was pretty pissed off, to be honest. I then managed to get a spot for Sid and I was like, yeah, I can perform so much better than I did at semis. Um, so yeah, then I went. I was I went and did. I got asked like asked whether I like to do sin. I was like, yeah, I'll come and come and didn't do it. You, and, uh, didn't you absolutely fucking trounce Sid as well? Like, didn't you like dominate hugely? Am I right in saying that? I think I I think I didn't have a finish outside the top five. Yeah, I mean that's pretty decent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I guess so that yeah, is, is that the kind of um is that the the kind of experience that you needed do you think after I I needed that finals? just to show showcase that like I wasn't there for the experience I can compete so much better yeah. um so yeah I got I got a lot off my got a lot of my chest there really Did you compete like angry um we you know we again like another thing we learned was just like how to sort of approach events um of this like sort of bell curve of like emotions like getting like too aroused and stuff like that like the snatch event right so over aroused overstimulated you know slap me on the back and put on some heavy metal right i'm not really thinking yeah, and then I make a cock up like that. So when I went into Sid, I was there, think like just a bit more calm and a bit more composed about everything. But yeah, had that like fire in me that I was, I was pretty peed off. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's sort of how we went about it. There's a fair chance you're going to turn up in the fake news this week talking about aroused, stimulated, slap in the back, cock up. Like it's kind of it's basically. Have I, brought, have I used that quite? <laughs> quite a lot you just you just said it there all in one chunk yeah. of like um, but at the same time two, you were the two one irish people the two irish people on the podium as well. yeah that that's, that's fair two irish people on the podium as well holly and pd that's always good to see pd can rip a bike man he can rip a lot of stuff he's a fucking beast look at him Big, hearing that. Scary, he's in there. Look at the, yeah he should be some kind of model but i don't know what kind of model um are you going to um, that Fit Fest? Is there anything there for you to compete at there? Um, I don't think I'm going to be competing. I think uh, if um, if anyone was to pull out, um, okay. I would be in or be very keen to be in. Um, okay. But I will be up there on the Sunday walking around. 
Oh, cool. I'll be there. Um, you did. So you did the Wadapalooza qualifiers and you finished fifth? Uh, fourth or fifth, I think fourth it was. Okay. Um, you've been there before, haven't you? Yeah, I went last year in the team. How did that go? Uh, we qualified really high. I think we were second highest qualifying team. Okay. And then Brian Friend predicted us like 30th, I think. So we were like, hold on. Okay. Like, I don't know where you've come up with that prediction. <laughs> and then I think we finished 32nd. Oh, so, God. you know, he was slightly wrong. He was. Yeah. He was wrong, just not in the way you thought he was. <laughs> we'll show you, Brian. Oops. Yeah. We, we, literally, we were like in Miami. And I think Harry pulled up on his phone, like, look what this pundit's come up with. He's like, put us down here. So we were all like tagging him, like, mate, you've got it wrong. And I think that's yeah. what I saw. Like, we heard it on a podcast. Um, and he was saying, like, a lot of people were saying we predicted them wrong, but we'll just have to see. And that's where I heard the. Um, Harry should be on the back of a horse, uh, but I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize it was streamed on YouTube. So like the other day, I went back and looked, and uh, I saw that they pulled up uh, my Instagram and like went back to when I'd been on holiday with my friends and I pulled up the video of me jumping off the boat. And he just was like, he looks fun. He looks pretty yeah. cool. Savannah's a very good judge of character. In fairness, um, okay. So team last year was oh, individual. This year is this. Uh, is that your first touch point from say you did semi final strength and depth, and then is it Wadapalooza into the season proper then into open yeah. quarters, etc.? Yeah, this is going to be um, this is going to be our out of season comp, um, okay. before yeah, before like as a pre season prep just before uh, the open, um, then like I said, into the season, uh, and then we'll sort out what we want to do out of season comps next year. I think I'd like to have a go at Rogue. Um and um yeah we'll see from them we'll sort out from there but what what's your um what's your forte what's your wheelhouse like what's your biggest strength do you think uh probably like high power output events like if it's just echo bike and echo bike in a barbell or echo bike in burpees mm. just quick quick events balls to the wall sort of thing and then your uh shortcomings just maths probably that yeah just pound maths. conversions yeah maths yeah. in general to be honest um i was watching uh, i didn't actually watch it yet but i saw a clip of fraser and um Medeiros talking on the podium i've started a podcast now i think um and they were talking to each other on it and in the clip he was talking about Fraser was talking about how athletes don't train their mental side but they'll train like if you're weak at snatches you'll work on your snatches or if you've got a slow mile time you'll work on your mile but you won't work on your mental side of things like you won't you know work to improve that the same way you would fitness is that like just the way you're talking about aod and their approach to stuff being so scientific and stuff do they touch on that kind of stuff at all or is that left to you to sort it out um yeah i'd um i guess we do like because we're all like we're all like quite a strong group so 
if there's if there's anything you're in doubt with or want to talk about, then yeah, we'll just come up and talk about it. So yeah. like we're very open, if that makes sense, rather than like closed and people don't want to talk about what's what you're worried about and what's stressing with you. Yeah. Um, I ever do you ever get put in like do you ever try to mimic that scenario of semi-finals like with the weights and stuff not that exact scenario but like do you ever try and do your coaches ever say like all right we're going to do such and such a workout and then at the last minute be like no fuck you we're going to the pool and we're going to do swimming and it's like whatever like do they ever try and fuck with you that kind of way like to kind of put you in uncomfortable positions and make you doubt what you're doing or you know not be able to plan or prepare for things i i haven't had that no not yet i know um do you know actually the the team in particular touch probably on the mental side quite a lot more like I remember they did a training weekend last year where it was about mental resilience and like I remember ads I think ads sort of just said like their first session I think he told them on Friday night it starts at 6am and it was just like out in this field in Worcester um and they had to, I don't know what the, they don't talk about it much. So we'll move on. Um, but like in the afternoon, I think they had to do uh, some echo, like they had to finish. I think they were on like a echo bike cycle at the time. And they were doing it as a team on Saturday night and they'd finished it. And I was like, right, okay, two minute rest. And you're going into uh, worm grace for time. So like, They've done that quite a bit, yeah, yeah. because like Mike and I and the team and stuff have only like within the last two months been working together in person. Rather what's than, like, what's been the like... biggest shift there? Do you think from moving up? Like what's been because like you've you've gone like this is you you're all in now. So what what has been the biggest shift in the last couple of months? Do you think what's been the most noticeable change? Is it like do you feel as yourself having less stress? Do you feel yourself having more time to yourself? Do you feel yourself uh, being able to apply yourself differently, like better, or uh, I feel I've got obviously more time to dedicate to training. Hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't like. I'd say yes. I realize I've got more time, but like I'm quite a proactive person. And right, okay, I've got more time, but that's towards training. That's towards recovery. That's towards everything around it. Like, like I put up a post about how I'm not leaving any stone unturned this season. So. Like, I'm not here twiddling my thumbs. There's always something to be doing. I'm noticing I'm not stressed as much because I'm not working, like, over 30 hours a week anymore. Um, that's definitely been the noticeable thing. My I, my body and my recovery does feel an awful lot better from being up here. Um, Have you noticed a change in your training? Like, are numbers going up? Are things getting better? Because um, there has been a slight increase in, like, the volume and the amount of training we're doing. Like I've been surprised again, like again, because we're trying to dial in on recovery and everything outside of it. Like I'm coping well with it and it's really good. Like mm. I've not, I don't feel burnt out or anything. And that was never really a concern anyway, but, um, but, um, but yeah, no, like, I guess, yeah, like numbers, I, I think I typically like, react quite well to sort of strength training in the off season so like that's not a massive shock to me like everything's looking fine at the moment 
but like I said, just how my body is feeling and mm. recovering so much better to what I used to um, because of how we're doing things, like how we, how many hours of sleep we're getting a night, not just scraping seven hours, you know, just trying yeah. to get eight. Um, and yeah. Um, what's that like? More than seven hours a night? Fucking hell, that must be amazing. Oh, dude, I was exaggerating. Like, I want to try and get nine hours every night, like, and that's oh. heaven. I know, I'm sorry to break, yeah, I'm sorry to rub it in. Like that, no, but... that's man. That's the number I get is upside down from that. <laughs> the number. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. So Waterpalooza is where we'll see you next. Well, competing next, and then you don't give a fuck what the season looks like after that. The job is the job, and just get on with it. I suppose that seems to be the mentality. The yeah, it's this is my job. Um. Yeah, I wanna. I want to compete at the CrossFit Games. I want to work to the CrossFit Games. So that's that's the job. That's what we've got to go ahead and and, and prepare for. Cool. Um, well, listen, thanks a million for coming on. It's been great to get to talk to you. Um, great to get to know you a bit. Um, if anybody that's currently watching or listening to this, go and follow Harry. And actually, someone, uh, Cave said, where the fuck is it? Oh, I'm never going to. Oh, yeah. He said the other Harry doesn't seem to have an Instagram and he only has 1.2 thousand X followers. So you're beating. Oh, that was the other Harry. Yeah. The other Harry. Who was that who said that? Sorry. Caved Astro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's it's like a reverse. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just don't, I I never, there's some like, I was going to say some scabs I don't pick at. There's some like layers of (laughs) layers of the onion that I just leave alone. I'm just like, his name is Cave Dastro, and I'm just fine with that. I'm not going to pick at that, like particular pull at that particular. Maybe thread. we should get him. Maybe we should get him on the podcast next. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, thanks very much. Best of luck with uh, with Water Blues as well, and and the rest of the season. Sure, we might catch up with you before semi finals. That'd be cool. Yeah, sure, we'll catch up. Thanks very much for having me as well.